Hello everyone and welcome back to the media that made us. So our first episode actually is going to be about Stranger Things. Now I just got word that a season four for Stranger Things is coming out and I really look forward to it. Me and my brothers, we we all watched Stranger Things season one through three as they came out and I'm pretty sure a lot of people enjoy Stranger Things. My personal favorite thing about it is that it's the time. So one thing about me is I love the 80s. If there was any time that I could choose to live through any decade, it would definitely be the 80s. There's a lot of pop culture, a lot of classics were made in the 80s. And I really like the fact that this show centers around that time. There's a lot of things in the show from the 80s that stood out to me. And let's dive into it. So one of the things that I think made Stranger Things so popular is most likely the the mystery. I mean, that's it was it's something else watching these kids use their detective skills to figure out everything. And the one thing that stood out to me is it's like they never caught a break. Every time something was happening, something else would happen. Or every time they got like a sense of peace, nah, some some something else gonna come. Something else is gonna happen. There's there's no peace for these kids like. And it's very um, nostalgialistic because it's the 80s. Like I said, that's that's a, one of the best decades to ever were to be. But also there's, there's a lot of different types of movies that you can see contributed to this show. Like for example, E.T. or The Goonies, those two definitely contributed the most, especially E.T. with the extraterrestrial. And the actors, the casting, they, that's, they are amazing. These are amazing actors, amazing, amazing actresses. They they have something that I don't feel like anyone else could be that role. You know, you have certain shows, some movies be like, yeah, someone else could have did that better. Or you could see someone else doing this. I cannot see anyone else being any role in this movie better than, well, show better than the people who actually act in it. You know, I was reading on Forbes who did an article on Strange Things, and they said that it is the perfect match of humor and horror. And I think that these boys being young teenagers um, contributes a lot because they're learning about themselves, they're learning about the world. So not only do they have to learn about themselves and the world, but they also have to deal with the supernatural stuff that's happening that normally wouldn't happen in a regular boy's life, especially in a time where suspense and mystery was happening. Another thing that I and many people like about Stranger Things is it's, it's eight episodes. I mean, it's kind of a love-hate thing. You like that it's not long and drawn out, so you don't have to watch so much to understand what's happening. But it also gets you, because they have the best cliffhangers ever. They, they, they always are going to leave you with a cliffhanger at the end of each season. But the one thing that also stood out to me is the naming for things. Uh, I mean, keep in mind, these are... <laughs> young teenage boys so I don't think they could come up with cool scientific name so for the other dimension they simply name it the upside down and that is something that's it's funny to me because what better thing to say it that everything is technically upside down everything is different and reversed there so that is a genuine good name that I feel that they came up for the other dimension now you also have to keep in mind that these boys play Dungeons and Dragons so when they named the monsters as Demogorgons, that that was funny to me. That seems like a, a Dungeons and Dragons type name for monsters. But you know, when they when they introduced Sadie Sink, the person that plays Max, that that was great. Like her character, 
amazing. Um, she's also a great actress. Um, I love her movies that she's in, especially Fear Street, which Fear Street, that, that is a good trilogy. I love Fear Street. We're going to get into that in another time because Fear Street itself is just, it's something else. But you can definitely see how her being in Stranger Things contributed to her act, her acting skills in Fear Street because, I mean, come on now. One thing about Fear Street is it's definitely, you can see the relation to Stranger Things. But of course, I think it's a more dark and gloomy version of Stranger Things if, if it was to be a movie. So, you know, one of the main things that um, I forgot to mention that I feel so connected to Stranger Things is we're all the same age. Like, and the, the actors in real life, the I am the same age that most of them are 19. I believe one is 18, but we are all the same age. So watching this show really made me feel like I could have been one of them. But yeah, those are just a few things and a few reasons why I think that this show is going to be considered a classic. And it, it really is one of Netflix's greatest originals. So the thing about Stranger Things, the first season that stands out the most to me is it's the group of friends, right? You have three friends and there's actually a fourth friend. The and you have the three friends. You have Dustin, Lucas, and Mike. And there also you have their friend Will. So the first season is about their friend Will, as many people know. And the one thing I notice about these boys is they they have the trend of sticking together. That's that's one thing I admired about them. They they don't give up on each other. So they are used to playing Dungeons and Dragons every night or every other night and basically what they're trying to do is figure out why their friend Will has went missing. Now this is important. Will is actually going to be a very important person in this season because he is the main person that they're looking for along with pay attention to her his mother Joyce. Now Joyce, everyone in town thinks she's crazy when she begins hearing things but there's something going on that no one knows about and what they want to do is try to figure out where is Will. That is the whole central point of this season. Okay, so another important character, if not the most important character in the entire series is a girl named Eleven that they also call Elle. So what's funny to me is that these boys, they found her in the woods while they were riding their bikes. Um. That's another thing I like, um, their bikes, I like the way that they put the scene of them riding their bikes a lot, because I know a lot of kids in the 80s rode bikes, a lot of kids to this day ride bikes, but there's something about the 80s bikes and the amount of them riding them that stood out to me, because that's like their only means for tra transportation. Keep in mind, these are young teenagers, we're talking 13, 14, so of course they don't have access to a car that they can drive yet. So the only way they can actually get around is on their bikes. And it's, it's funny to me how they were biking through the woods and they stumble upon a girl named Elle. You know, most people, you would think that if you're going through the woods, you see a strange person, you run. But not these, keep in mind, these are teenage boys who obviously are curious and they want to know exactly who this person is. So what's, what's, what more natural thing for them to do than to take Elle with them, to bring the girl back home with them? That's... That, that's something that's just, that's, that's, the, that's the boy thing to do. That's, you, you don't run, you don't get scared, you, you, you go and you look for trouble. 
you bring the trouble back with you, even though they have nothing that they know of about the girl. They feel the need that, oh yeah, let's let's just take her home with us. So one of the things that we also pay attention to in the show is Will's mom, Joyce Byers. Now Joyce Byers and Jim Hopper, they have like their own part of the show, their own part of especially season one, they have their own part where they are looking for Will in their own ways. So Joyce, she is looking for her son. And like any mother, she's worried. She's upset. And she's doing everything she can. And so um, something that really stands out to her is she keeps getting these phone calls. And whenever she answers the phone, you don't. whenever she answers the call, she doesn't hear anything. And she believes that it's actually Will trying to communicate to her through the phone call and also through electricity because as you see later she begins to set up lights which he will use to communicate to her from the other side so let's talk about jim hopper jim hopper he is one of my favorite characters in the show he is the police chief and he also wants to help joyce find will now the thing about jim hopper is he, he does not care about doing what he has to do he's going to do what he has to do when he has to do it and any way he feels he has to. And that is something that's just funny because he also helps break into Hawkins lab and even though he is the police chief and a lot of the stuff he does could be considered illegal, he doesn't care because he has a goal, just to help find Will. And that is all for this segment. Um, the next segment we're actually gonna talk about Eleven. We're gonna talk about her background story, how she became came to be ill, how she came to be the most important person of this series and we're also going to do a character dive into each character talk about their character development and the way they are within the show with the other characters and everything that you would need to know about them thank you